0: Please note that this episode contains information about sexual harassment that some listeners might find disturbing. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to episode 52 of the Big Picture Podcast. I'm your host, BDM Logan Green. Today on the show, I'll be providing new reports regarding the toxic workplace allegations against Active Vision Blizzard, the video game company and also a cybercrime investigation in Tampa, Florida, involving a California man who was accused of stealing over 620,000 photos from about 4,700 iCloud accounts just to find nude images of young women and then trade them with other people. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. So back in episode 46, I talked about a lawsuit that was filed on July 20th against Activision Blizzard, the video game giant, over allegations that the company systemically discriminated against female employees and failed to address a pervasive frat boy workplace culture that led multiple women to quit and may have contributed to one female employee's suicide. So, following that lawsuit, the company promised to work to provide a safe environment for women to work, but then labor regulators in California have now accused the company of illegally withholding and suppressing evidence, and also shredding documents that it requested for in its investigation. So, according to new reports, California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing, DFEH, claims that... Activision Blizzard's human resources team began destroying documents within the company that pertains to the ongoing inquiry, an act that is illegal in itself, as the company is required by law to provide such documentation to the state. The DFEH also revealed that it is expanding its investigations to include not just prominent employees at the company, but also temporary workers following Activision Blizzard's lack of cooperation. The DFEA claims that Activision Blizzard tried to get employees to sign away their ability to speak freely to investigators in waivers, secret settlements, and non disclosure agreements, NDAs, which would require employees to notify Activision Blizzard before disclosing information about incidents covered by the NDA or the settlement. So they would also decide how much employees could freely say, giving the company the ability to take all steps it deems to be appropriate to then prevent or limit the required disclosure. In a new section of the updated complaints filed by DFEH, there are new allegations that Activision Blizzard is encouraging employees to talk to attorneys at the Wilmer Hill law firm instead of state investigators and then denying the state access to that evidence because the conversations were deemed confidential. Activision Blizzard had already been criticized by both company shareholders and the press for hiring Wilma Hill, a law firm that was widely reported to have helped Amazon initially defeat its workers' efforts to organize in Alabama. Wilma Hill denied any involvement with that effort, stating that it doesn't work for Amazon or represent Amazon in any way. However, Jamie Gorlick, who has been a partner at Wilma Hill since July of 2003, is a member of Amazon's board of directors, and she is the chair of the Nominating and Corporate Governance Committee at Amazon. So in their response, Activision Blizzard stated, that throughout our engagement with DFEH, we have complied with every proper request in support of its review, even as we had been implementing reforms to ensure our workplaces are welcoming and safe for every employee. End of quote. It also added that, quote, "...we strive to be a company that recognizes and celebrates the diverse talents and perspectives that lead to, a, to the creation of great, globally appealing entertainment. We have provided the DFEH with clear evidence that we do not have gender pay or promotion disparities. Our senior leadership is increasingly diverse, with a growing number of women in key leadership roles across the company." we share DFEH's goal of a safe, inclusive workplace that rewards employees equitably and are committed to setting an example that others can follow. End of quote. Activision Blizzard is not the only gaming company known to be involved in a harassment lawsuit. Reports came out in February of this year that Riot Games was investigating its own CEO, Nicola Laurent, after a former employee accused the company of wrongfully firing her after she complained about alleged sexual advances that the CEO made towards her throughout the three years that she spent at the company as an executive assistant. Last week, reports also came out that Singapore's Tripartite Alliance for Fair and Progressive Employment Practices, TAFEP, is currently investigating Ubisoft Singapore over um, several allegations of workplace misconduct. 20 former and current employees are accusing the video game maker of negligence and allowing a toxic work environment. Several sources revealed that female employees at Ubisoft were subjected to unwanted physical contact and that HR investigations regarding sexual harassment would go on for months without any result whatsoever. The video game studio is also alleged to suffer from racial disparities with minorities working at the company unable to progress past their current status. So this is basically shining a light on something going on in the video game industry. A lot of video game companies are being accused of sexual harassment, um, toxic workplace um, culture, um, basically unwelcome workplace environment especially for women and those who identify as women so it's important to keep an eye on this because it might happen at a video game company near you or you might know someone who is currently going through these things and they are not in a position to do anything about it so just that awareness is one key step in at least getting all these things to become um, addressed and then the appropriate amount of justice and so on So for the next story here, I have um, a California man who stole 620,000 photos from 4,700 iCloud accounts in a plot to find images of nude women. So on Monday, August 23rd, this week, the Los Angeles Times reported that 40-year-old Hao Kuo-Chi, who also goes by David, pleaded guilty in Tampa, Florida, to four felonies, including conspiracy to gain unauthorized access to a computer, and all of this according to court records. So Chi broke into um, about 4,700 Apple iCloud accounts and stole over 620,000 private photos and about 9,000 private videos in a plot to find and share images of nude young women. He admitted that he impersonated Apple customer support staff in emails that tricked unsuspecting victims into providing him with their Apple IDs and passwords. In his plea agreement, he acknowledged that he was able to access the iCloud account of at least 306 victims, most of them young women. He said he hacked into the accounts of about 200 of the victims at the request of other people that he met online after he marketed himself as capable of breaking into iCloud accounts to steal photos and videos. So his his guilty plea comes as Apple is facing criticism from various privacy advocates over its plan to scan photos that customers store on iCloud in order to flag images of child sexual abuse materials for potentially reporting them to law enforcement. The advocates say it risks opening a new avenue for government surveillance of iPhone users all over the world. But in Chi's case, the stolen images were kept secure on Apple servers, but then he managed to get his victims to give him their own iCloud passwords which he needed to download their data. According to FBI agent Anthony Bosoni, who works on cybercrime cases, cheese conspirators would request that he hack a certain iCloud account and he would respond with a Dropbox link to all the photos and videos that he was able to get from that account um, and then share with those people who requested it from him. Um, the entire scam began to unravel back in March 2018, over three years ago, when a California company that specializes in removing celebrity photos from the internet notified an unnamed public figure in Tampa, Florida, that their nude photos had been posted on pornographic websites, the public figure had stored the nude photos on an iPhone and then backed them up to iCloud. Investigators then discovered that a login to the public figure's iCloud account had come from an internet address at Cheese House in La Puente, which is a city located about 20 miles east of downtown Los Angeles in California in the U.S. So the FBI got a search warrant and raided the house on May 19, 2021, after gathering a clear picture of Cheese's online life from a large amount of records obtained from Dropbox, Google, Apple, Facebook, and Charter Communications, his internet service provider. So on August 5, 2021, he agreed to plead guilty to one count of conspiracy and three counts of gaining unauthorized access to a protected computer. He faces up to five years in prison for each of the four charges. So this case underscores the increased privacy risk that people face when using cloud-based services from trusted partners such as Apple to store personal images and other information online. With criminal, socially engineering phishing campaigns that seem more and more convincing, it is becoming easy for clever threat actors and cybercriminals to fool people into giving up their own account credentials which then puts their data at risk. So that's all I have for today's episode of The Big Picture. The production, editing, fact checking, audio engineering, and graphic design were done by Australia truly Please join me again on the next episode as I continue with a deep dive on cybersecurity topics, news, events, and incidents. And the lessons we can all learn from them for robust cyber threat intelligence and awareness in our daily lives. Make sure you follow, download, or subscribe to the Bid Picture podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you get your podcast from. And please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please email me at bideme at thebidpicture.com. You can also get in touch on Twitter at BidPicture, as well as on the Clubhouse app at BID. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.